from the Conquer Risk Podcast, this is Build in Public with Potomac. Welcome to Build in Public. On October 15th, 2021, I wrote an article published in Advisor Perspectives titled, Why My Firm Unfriended Facebook. As of this broadcast, I'm here to announce we're going back. Here to discuss with me is Tareen Bad Goat, Martini Good Goat, and Mr. Quarter, collectively known as the Power Rangers, names assigned by my eight-year-old son. So we're going back to Facebook uh, after my very public um, proper salute on our way out. Um, we're going back. So, uh, since the show is titled build in public and we share all of the things that we do here up and down, I thought this was the perfect place to discuss. Why, why are we going back? Well, uh, to put it bluntly, we are launching a new product and a new division of Potomac on February 1st. And as part of this, we are working with a new partner uh, to help roll it out. It was their very specific recommendation that we not write off the opportunities provided by Facebook to reach our audience. Now, my personal bias aside, um, to be an effective CMO, you have to both be willing to be open-minded and be willing to change course when the situation demands it. And that is precisely what we are going to do. Martina, would you like to now tell everybody how excited you are as our resident Facebook stan? I'm excited. I like Facebook. I don't know why Christopher hates it that much, but I'm a, I'm a fan. <laughs> hate's a strong word. It's more okay. of a... You know, I kind of feel like Facebook, like I do about vodka. Um, vodka and I got uh, in a fight on the season two premiere of Mad Men. And uh, we haven't spoken since. We will occasionally acknowledge each other at parties, like from across the room, you know, just like a little, what's yeah, up? But, you know, I, I don't hate vodka. We're just, you know, we're not. Besties. Right. There you right. go. Okay, I'm not bestie with Facebook, but I i don't know what alcohol it is to me, but yeah. It's your jam. It's fine. You can say it. No, 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 no. Jordan, you have been tasked with the tedious steps of... Very tedious. Uh, ...bringing this back to life. Uh, we just want to walk us through, like... Since we let it go, I know there's some different things we have to do to bring it back. So you, you want to walk us through that real quick? Yeah, so essentially that starts with creating the account first, which we're doing through Martina's account, as suggested, because she has an established account. And there's just something about having an account that is in use on a regular basis and has existed to kind of validate our ad account. So once we recreate the Potomac, I think that's account, an important note to touch on, not only for people like us who are going back, but but anybody who may be considering Facebook going forward, you want to start the admin account from an active Facebook account. If you just pop something up and then pop up a business, 
Facebook is going to see that as a red flag and it's going to hinder your ability to perform. So Martina, we do owe you uh, a thank you for your continued involvement on the platform as it serves us well. There you go. Sorry to interrupt Jordan. No, no worries. Essentially from there, we just create the ad account and get all the associated parties tagged into that so that they can use it. Um, but that's really it. Obviously, the actual steps of using the ad account and creating the ads is is extremely complicated. But this is just the, the act of getting the Facebook back and going. And we're going to be very particular in how we use it um, with a very specific content strategy that is part of our rollout. We have already started the work with, you know, adding the, you know, we'll have to tag the website properly for tracking and things like that, but we'll get all of that prepared this week, start adding content next week as we prepare for our product rollout on February 1st. So the next edition of this show, we'll discuss this product rollout um, in great detail. Uh, This is to tease that a little bit and to acknowledge that I don't know that we were necessarily wrong. We had been using Facebook for years and we weren't seeing the engagement there that we saw on other platforms, but this new product gives us a different opportunity. So we're excited to see how that works. And if it does, I'll be the first to say this was a brilliant idea. And if it doesn't work, I'm coming back to this podcast to say, I knew it. (laughs) We're leaving again. So we'll see what happens. Since we're here, I thought it would be fun to acknowledge that we did kick off another campaign at the beginning of 2022. Uh, For those of you that caught the live broadcast or have been paying attention to our social, you'll know what we mean. But to celebrate Manisha's 20th anniversary with Potomac, which is a considerable milestone, giving... Giving the ages of most of the people on this podcast when he started at the firm, uh, we needed to do it in style. And the only thing that we could think of for a man so deserving was a paper doll collection. It's going to reflect in the light, so I'll turn it here. Uh, where you two can make your own maniche. Uh, recipients of our bull bear cereal should start seeing these in the mail if they haven't already um, in the next week. <clears throat> and it's been uh, it's been fun uh, to do this to him. I came up with this. I shouldn't. I'm not, not going to take credit for it. Um, Judd Mackerel, who is a friend of the firm, he uh, he pinged me when we did that favorite Manish social post and was like, "You guys should really do a Mister Potato Head so everybody can make their own Manish." And I was like, "That sounds hard. A paper doll would work, though." And here we are. Uh, I kept it a secret. Well, we all kept it a secret for five months. We've been sitting on this. Um, so, so far, um, I would say that the reception has been pretty good. Would you guys agree? Yeah. yeah. Was it was a fun, fun way for us to kick off the year, have some fun with Manish, tease him in a live broadcast, and to get into the actual marketing side of it, a really fun way to kick off the year with a new eyes on brand campaign, just to raise our brand awareness, get back in the forefront of people's mind ahead of our product launch next month. So as silly as it was and ridiculous as it seems, it was 
it was a very intentional process from my perspective, from a marketing front, coming out of the holidays, um, people getting back into the swing of things, but being very busy to do something that was classically Potomac, a little bit in left field and, um, you know, get people talking about the firm ahead of our launch. Tori, um, this was basically one of the first campaigns that I shared with you when you started, uh, cause we had just yeah. done it. So maybe you can give the best perspective on how ridiculous you thought this was. Yeah, that was in my, when I, when we conducted the interview, um, that was one of the things that you told me that it was coming up, coming to light in a few months was this paper doll. So it was really cool to see it come to fruition from, August to see it being, you know, created, sent out, and then us putting together the show, well, the fake show for Manish to see. And his reaction was, I think, wonderful. I think um, seeing everyone, you know, come up with their own concept of who Manish is um, through Jen, like I've known Manish for 15 years, to me, who's only known him for a few months, was, you know, <laughs> it was wonderful. It was wonderful to um, come up with those ideas and, and, you know, watch him laugh and have a good time about it. He was a good sport about it, too. Yeah. You could tell, you could tell he was somewhere in between annoyed and having a really good time. So yeah, he didn't really have a choice. Like yeah, you just had to sit there and take it, which was <laughs> yeah. he was me, nervous. But... He was nervous at first. He Whenever was. you started like going into that like story. <laughs> My explanation, he's... he was like, yeah. what is going on? Yeah. His face be... changed. <laughs> it will be fun to see how everyone uh, creates their own niche on Twitter. So if you are creating your own niche, make sure to have the hashtag My niche and we're yes. excited to see that. Yeah, we don't want to miss any of them. And yeah. if if you want one and it didn't get one, just send me a DM on Twitter uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll send you one. I've got like 200 of them sitting over there in my storage closet. So uh, there's plenty to go around. Before we, uh, before we wrap this up, Jordan, please tell us where you came up with the idea for his cutoffs. <laughs> Honestly, I had a really ambitious idea before I started. I was going to try and implement every piece that there was, and then that just ended up being way too much. So... I don't know what the inspiration was for the jorts. It can just kind of came to me. And, oh, of it? course. <laughs> and the jorts are one thing, but shredding them at the bottom, that was another. But that was that was that was a good move. Yeah. Do you have inspiration from your own jorts? Um, <laughs> if that's the case, I would love to see them. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna answer that. <laughs> and Martina, um, were you like at goth night or something when you came up with yours or? Honestly, I have no idea. I was like, what can I do that it's different? Definitely different. And so, yeah. You are definitely the only one so far, I should add, so far that has put him in fishnet stockings. But, you know, I, I really think that the missing component, and, and this is a hindsight thing, but but I'm always looking to, to raise the bar. So for people that are watching, what I should have done was when we announced this, added the caveat that whoever came up with the most original idea, uh, we would then buy that costume for Manish to wear uh, at our company retreat. But Oh, my God. Um, unfortunately, I, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't come up with that in time. So we should Wait, have I want, done I want to interrupt real quick. Because Tori had mentioned that I I realized that there is a past Jordan that used to wear jorts. I found the photo right here. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, let's make this bigger here. Uh 
Wow. Oh my yes, wow. that is. That's something. That is now in a podcast, so <laughs> I'll regret that later. <clears throat> you regret it already. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, essentially, this podcast was to take 12 minutes to say two things. Number one, never be afraid to change your mind or change course when your business or a situation demands it. And two, there are no rules when having fun with an eye on, Eyes on Brand campaign. If it's something unique that you can do to have fun, to get people talking about your brand, go for it. Stand out. I had can honestly say I had never seen anybody do a paper doll in this industry. Um, and I'm excited to see what this team comes up with next. So we will see you all in about a month to talk about our product launch and the various different elements of that campaign everyone on this team is involved in. And we will see you then. Recommendations. Uh, I'll go first, since I'm putting everybody on the spot here. Uh, I know that there is some Tom Brady documentary going on right now, but there is also on Peacock a documentary series about Joe Montana and all of the emotions of basically seeing my childhood football life played out on screen um, is fantastic, but it's really good. And I feel like nobody is talking about it. Uh, I mentioned Tom Brady up front because he's in it. Uh, talking about his experience growing up watching Joe Montana play. And it is f exceptionally well done. I, I think only the first two episodes are out so far, and then they come out weekly on Thursday. So episode three will be, well, <laughs> the day before this podcast goes out. Um, but it, it, if you're, if you're a, a football fan at all, if, if you know Joe, Joe Montana or you don't, it is just... It's so well done. the The NFL films archive footage that they that they show gives you such a cool look at the NFL in the late seventies and the eighties. Um, it's a really really good series. So that would be that would be mine. Who's up next? Uh, I can go. I'm right. Uh, so my recommendation is a show called The Silent Sea. It's a Korean sci-fi show on Netflix. Um, basically, the premise is like it's in the future when we run out of water and that's like the most precious resource there is. And they're like allocating really small amounts. And there's like basically a class system. Like if you're wealthy, then you get a lot of water and so on. If you're poor, you only get a little bit of water each day. And so uh, this group goes up into space trying to obtain some resource that the government won't really explain much details about. Um, and I won't say any more than that, but it was just cool because I haven't really seen, I love international shows and international films, and it's just cool for them to have the spotlight of Netflix. And I've never seen like an international sci-fi like that. There's so many American sci-fis, but it was, it was kind of cool to see it from a different perspective. That's very cool. Also want to start a new uh, social media series where it's just conquer risk podcast out of context and all you see is Mr. Quarter talking about a Korean sci-fi show. <laughs> no explanation whatsoever. Okay, Martina Tori, who's up? I'll go. I can. All right, Martina. Uh, my recommendation is a movie slash documentary called Azzurri Road to Wembley. And it is basically a behind the scenes of the 
Italy national soccer, Italy national football team, um, the other football, uh, the behind the scenes of the Euro that was this summer. So it's amazing because we won. So and you'll like the Spoilers. first few minutes, you already no, but literally the first few seconds of the thing, it's it shows that. So, but it's the behind the scenes on how literally everything started prior to the tournament and then the ending and it's just beautiful because you see the personalities of the players and i don't know it's just i love behind the scenes of those big events very cool for those of us who are uneducated americans how do you spell and i can't i can't even roll the letter the right way how do you spell the name of the team azzurri which is a call which is like the color blue okay. um and it's A-Z-Z-U-R-R-I. Azzurri. Beautiful. All right, Tareen Bad Goat, what do you got? <laughs> okay. Um, I've tweeted about this, but my uh, recommendation is a show called, or a limited series called Station Eleven. Um, it's on HBO Max. It's based on a book, but it's it's drastically different from the book. Um but it's about a, you know, a pandemic, which I know is weird to recommend a pandemic driven show in the midst of a pandemic ourselves. But it takes place 20, 20 years later, and it focuses on um, uh, a group of people called the Traveling Symphony, Symphony, and they go around the Great Lakes performing Shakespeare. And I think it's just a great, it's a really cathartic show that really highlights the meaning of art and what art represents to different people. Um, I would recommend it. It's it's um, the season finale is tomorrow, but you know, mm. it's a great time to get to start watching. I could not say more great things about it. Very cool. That's awesome. awesome. Well, that will do it for build in public. We will see you back next month until then. Stay safe. Subscribe. Bye. Bye. And subscribe. <laughs> This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Potomac Fund Management may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast.